Hi, this is Karen and Tim Titus from Stampin' on the Back Porch, and we are doing our podcast about creativity, paper crafting, and life. Last week on our podcast, we talked about chaos in the craft room, decluttering, yes. the initial part. and Which there's no need in our house. <laughs> yes, we have this ongoing debate, but we're really trying to do some decluttering. And so we thought, what a good time to invite all of you to do this along with us. The only debate is that she wants me to get rid of my stuff so she has more room for her stuff. That's Yeah, and our podcast is just about crafting, so he's in luck because we're not going to deal in depth with his um, his kitchen and other areas of the house. This my is books. just about my crafting. <laughs> so My junk, my memorabilia. The first thing I really wanted to share this week was just some of the great comments we've got about this. You know, our conversation always continues over in the Back Porch Stampers on Facebook. So just go to Facebook, look for backport stampers because we would love to hear your ideas today we're going to continue this process and talk a little bit about um how people are working to clean their room up and next our next podcast we're going to be sharing specific ideas of how people are organizing their paper the cardstock and all that it'll be way more specific and i'll have a lot to say about that next week we are also going to do a video about our craft house a tour Ooh. we've been asked for that we're going to see if we can hold the camera steady so that will be on youtube but after that we'll do a podcast and we'll kind of take you through a, a verbal walk through and <laughs> we will bypass the kitchen <laughs> no we won't so i said so the kitchen has to be presentable <laughs> but i think you know um we're kind of we're really make-do people. So you might be surprised at some of the basic things that we use for organization. <laughs> so anyway, the idea that I shared last time that really got a lot of comments and was just so fun to hear, it was the idea of taking a lot of the craft supplies you aren't using anymore, put them in boxes and make them like surprise boxes. Uh, use them for when the grandkids come over or give to neighbors, um, do a porch pickup, do anything. But the idea that of opening things and having all these new things to work with, you know, pass that on with the things we have. And, and we got some really awesome comments. So I have to tell you a few. Chris Pearson said, lately I've been trying to downsize. I could never use all the cardstock and designer series paper I have in my stash, but I just can't throw away all those extra supplies. I pulled out a bunch of things and about two dozen decorative scissors. Remember those? Do you remember those? Mm -hmm. Scissors that all these kind of sharp edges and stuff? I gave them to a friend for a three-year-old granddaughter to play with. I pulled out extra cheap markers, colored pencils for her, tossed in cardstock, gave her a big box of supplies. And here's the great part. I could easily give her two more and never miss a thing. <laughs> I thought that's true confessions because isn't that true? <laughs> we just, my advice, she goes on, would be to be ruthless. I'm learning that having too many things to pick from isn't always a good thing. He who dies with the most toys probably never had a chance to play with them all. <laughs> that's good, Christine. And there's a whole lot there. I, there is. I think that's a great comment. And one of the things that I was thinking about when we were talking about this was I'm reminded of, um, well, a couple of things. You know how easy it is if you have grandkids and you're going to buy gifts or something for kids, it's so easy to go to the craft store and buy a pre-made, you know, they're going to make all these things and you get all the crafts in them. And we sell crafts that are like that too. And they have their place like paper pumpkin kits. But I thought how special it is. Sometimes we can just make the best gifts by just putting in assorted different things, whether they're gifts for a birthday or whether they are just here, have a fun day doing this. I think sometimes we 
kind of over rely on the polished, finished looking gift. We, you know, and you know. So I, I just wanted to reference a friend, Sally Anderson, who taught me years ago. Uh, she she gives great gifts. She would give gifts. I, I just remember when our kids were young, she would do gifts like for a child's birthday party or something, or for a friend. You know, she'd go get a trunk and go to the thrift store and buy a bunch of perfect things for dress up. And so she's not buying a dress up package where you've got all the things that kind of fit a kid. She's going and actually putting together some very unique things. And can you imagine how much that gift would have been played with over the years and how special that is? And that, you know, it stands out because we don't give those kind of gifts. And I'm feeling the same about like, create your own craft supplies. You might even have some patterns in there things. And I thought, I just kind of love that idea of doing something that's very personal. Karen and I still use the mink coat that she gave us a long time. Yeah, that's right. No, <laughs> no that, that's a joke. But, but it is kind of that, you know, just that idea. And so if you have a grandson that's really into particular things, put in, you know, even if you're doing a stamp set, but stickers, you know, um, things that tie in to what, what they do, papers that kind of fit. And I just thought, anyway, so I just love that personal idea. So I had to pass that on. And uh, Sherry says, thank you, Karen, for suggesting making crap boxes for kids. I have tons of papers, so I'm going to buy glue and kid scissors. I'm going to make some and put them out by the mailbox for parents to take home to their kids. I'm going to sign a note on each one from the craft lady. Hopefully the kids will enjoy them and maybe it will inspire them to be crafters one day. I love that idea. So I said to her, let us know how it goes. Another Sherry said, I love the idea of a box of things for kids. I have tons of old cardstock and paper to get rid of. I wasn't sure how. I'm going to make up a box and take to a neighbor who has five little girls. Hopefully they'll have fun things. I'm adding some glue and scissors. You know, you just think about that and you have a complete package for a whole lot of creativity. And I'd forgotten to mention that, um, you know, adding the glue and the scissors is just a great idea. And Carol says, last year I went through my craft supplies and gave lots of supplies to someone from our church. I hate to say it, but I can hardly tell anything is gone. <laughs> I've got to get a lot more serious about decluttering this year. <laughs> you know, I think, yes, I think we find that craft supplies just seem to multiply <laughs> on their own. <laughs> and Joan, who we just met with when we were down in Florida, how fun is that, lives in a planned community in Florida. She discovered she had every hobby known to man, and she thought she could be a quilter, artist, knitter, wool, applique artist, you know, on and on and on. I did what Feng Shui says and asked myself what I truly love to do. I thank my materials, my yarn, my shards of glass, on and on and on. And I advertised in the community website, some for sale, some for porch pickup, gave to friends, grandkids, met many great people. Okay, that's the comment I wanted to think about, this whole idea of giving things away and who you meet along the way. And you know, you're meeting people who are gonna have some interest in crafting too. You have something in common already, whether they're gonna use it for their kids to craft, but it's just a fun thing. And I felt a weight lift, time to do it again. I love that, narrowing it down and passing it on, creating friendships while you go. We drove through our community, it's really, it's a wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So, wonderful, wonderful place. It's very fun. And Cheryl said, perfect timing. I'm cluttered to the gills. I had to laugh at that one because I thought that's really a good description. <laughs> and for a note of humor, this was in the group. Christina says, what is the smallest size scrap worth saving? And Gail answered, the smallest one you're willing to work with. <laughs> and I will tell you over time, the smallest size scraps I'm willing to work with have greatly increased in size. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is just <laughs> and I've got I've always got to mention this. There's there's a book called A String Too Short to Save, and it's a memoir of a a father who the, the, the daughter found a box in his attic after he had died, and it was a box full of strings. And the box was labeled Strings Too, too, too short, short to Be to Saved. Yeah. And but he, he saved they'd all been saved. And we thought, and that was Depression Era. And I thought, you know, where well, you saved everything. And I thought that is one of the best titles yeah. ever. Because it says so much right there that we, and we as crafters <laughs> kind of fall into that mentality. Oh, I just might need it someday. It just, you know, I just better not get rid of it. But that just kind of says it all. So we, it does. And it we've is. never read, I'm not sure if it's a short story book, and we've it never is. actually it read it. I don't remember what it is, but we've yeah. talked about it for years. And I thought the title alone, I, just, I really have to look that one up because the title alone and says for so me, much. I have get well cards from when I was in high school. So these are these are cards too memorable to to. No. That's okay. I don't mind that. I just want you to diminish. <laughs> I want to give him, you know, like, like a box to put the memorabilia. <laughs> but you know, you know how that all goes. <laughs> too old to save, but I'll save him anyway. So here's a couple of decluttering stories. Yes. And you know what? We do want to hear your stories, too. I said, it is so fun. I think this all just helps us realize we just aren't alone. You know, we're all in this mess trying to create what we what we can do with this, and we can cheer each other on. But Sandy says, I actually con read my house. You what? Oh, con Yeah. I downsized. I got rid of a lot of items that I no longer used. Now, when I run out of space, I use the con Marie. I don't even know if that's how you say it. Method to decide what I will keep. I've begun using up a lot of supplies by making cards for care centers during COVID. And every once in a while, I declare a no-spend period to try and use things up. But I think that's interesting because if she brings in too much, then she uses that to figure out what she can let go of. The idea of, you know, I've heard people say, if you bring three things into your home, take three things out. Or, you know, if you buy two new pieces of clothing, take two out, you know, because then you're kind of staying still. So it's just kind of um, an, an idea to keep things from multiplying. So I just thought that was interesting. And this was just a fun story from Betty. She goes, social security keeps my spending down. And as I look at my craft room, I see everything I need to satisfy my craft site. 27 years of developing it. I only added paper this year. Nothing I have is out of date as it's all brand new when I, quote, discover it again. Some projects have lost their way in my closet. So we took the doors off. And now lighting shows all their glory again. Now there's a great tip right there if you like to have your things, if you are, are in a room and you can take the doors down and you'd rather see your shelves with things on. That's pretty funny. You making 10 or 15 cards with some of your extras, this was from a video we had done one day, makes me the happiest with a new focus for several days. You two, and this is just personal that she wrote us and I thought it's so sweet. It's important. You two working as a team is most enjoyable. And sometimes it's just the background noise that I need. <laughs> I love that too. You know, it's kind of what podcasts are. We we do put these on YouTube and sometimes we'll get a comment, but where are the, where's the video go with this? And oh, these are podcasts. This is just like to listen to while you craft or clean or organize. And um, we put them on there because a lot of our followers are on YouTube. But I, but I thought that was just a great comment. She says, several of my friends make cards now for nursing home residents and even their children are practicing crafts doing this. I love that. And then she said, yes, I must end it here, but be assured, I've got my eyes on you. <laughs> <laughs> I had to read that comment to Tim right away. That was so, so funny. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, it's re those are really beautiful comments. Mm -hmm. I love them. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of food for thought 
just in all these comments too, I think. Um, Vay says, my craft room is an organized mess most of the room, most of the time. I work in different areas in 20 to 30 increments, working my way around the house. And I thought, okay. Tim, you're, you're, you're smiling. Does that well, sound like no, anything I'm you could sure do? I'm not sure what like that means. 20 to 30 increments. What does that mean? That would mean like if you're going to clean the kitchen, yeah. you could set a timer. Some people do this with a timer. They do a five-minute cleanup. Okay. <laughs> or you're just going to know for 20 minutes today, I'm going to work <laughs> on organizing this. Okay. And then when it's done, you move on to something else. So, okay. you know, like some people like to take a whole day and organize a room. And this is kind of a, and I think this is perfect for maintaining, you know, when you're done to just realize, well, a couple of times a week, I'm going to spend my 20 minutes. You know what I thought it meant? What do you think? And I had to get rid of 20 to 30 items. Oh, I that's, like that's, your interpretation. No. <laughs> okay. No, that's too many. I leave that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> she goes, do I have paper? Oh my, I could start a store. How <laughs> oh, many of us could start a store? <laughs> I think... Pre-COVID, I think people did start stores. <laughs> I know. No, they're not. No, maybe we could all open our own little little stores with this. But, you know, when our kids realize, because somebody else said that too, that she does her craft room. She'll set the alarm for five minutes. And I thought that's really interesting. Uh, and just do a five-minute pickup. You know, I remember doing that with kids. You know, five minutes, you know, you know, you set the alarm and then, you know, something fun and you put your things away. But I've never thought about doing it as an adult. And that's an interesting idea. I'd love to know if anyone else here has ever tried that because it's kind of a fun. I like the idea. I'm, I'm going to start cleaning for five minutes and then quit. And, and then Tim and I are going to have this conversation about what speed do you work at in those five minutes? <laughs> I'll work fast for five okay. minutes. But, you know, I think that's part of it, you know, and kind of have a short burst and do all that. And Jean saying, oh, my goodness, this is hanging over my head like a storm cloud. We have company coming in two weeks. <laughs> and one of the guest bedrooms is overtaken by craft supplies. <laughs> I'm dreading organizing the mess, yet I'm weirdly also looking forward to it. I'm dreading that, too. But are you kind of oddly looking forward to it and feeling like it's just fresher and cleaner? Let me and less stuff? Well, maybe. But we have a guest bedroom, and somebody might come and stay there for a week. And um, I got a lot of cleaning to do before. You do, because all of his books are in there. It's a yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Our bed is filled. And I'm saying, yeah. bring on the guest, you know, because you know sometimes it is incentive that just mm -hmm. makes you do something. You know, we actually like to have, just have short conversations and kind of check in each week. So I think we'll let go right there, and and I think we'll continue next time. We're going to talk about. You know, I think some of us are just naturally organized, and some of us, oh man, it's a struggle. So let's look at ideas for making it less of a struggle. Where do you fall on that? I'm very organized. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we both are strugglers. Yeah, let we me are. Tell you, and I'm just going to comment that oh, we got a lot more comments about people that are strugglers than people who are neat. You know, so <laughs> so, and we'd love to hear more from both of you because we would like tips about that. You know, this is you know, this is spring cleaning, and we can <laughs> just go on. It is a topic we'll we'll keep revisiting again over time. But we just do love to hear hear your stories. <laughs> we should do a podcast on April 1st, on April Fool's Day, and just fill it with full of things that aren't true. Oh, that could be fun. That'd be fun. Tim, I was just thinking, I have seen that people have done YouTube videos on watch me while I clean my kitchen or something. Maybe that's the ticket. <laughs> you just put it on and 
we can all watch you clean, and then maybe we're going to watch me do. And, and and they run like two and three hours. And, and I thought, Tim that's a, really interesting. And Tim got a million views on YouTube. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But anyway, our struggle is real. But we are thrilled to welcome you to join along. So I guess the first thing, we're still focused, since today was about cluttering, going through and seeing what you can get rid of. This box idea is great. And otherwise, just set things aside. And then we can move on to how we're going to some tips and tricks for for organizing so did, we'll hit that next did you just say that what did i just say our struggle is real <laughs> yes very, i i, I would say it's true but <laughs> that's dramatic it's true and my mother was very very organized we say that she but we is. tell she still is she's in a nursing home she'll be 97 so this year she needs every single thing in its place and when she can't reach things that's our list when we come in do this you know we have a whole list and it's all just perfect and I just tease her. I don't know. It, it certainly skipped a generation because it just, I, I, I just can't relate to that at all. She sent me to the dollar store to buy her a certain shampoo and hairnet. And and she'll tell him what aisle what? it's on? No, it's a wall. Oh, it's, it's on not the wall. The, it's when you walk wall. in, this was from years ago. I mean, she hasn't been to a dollar store years ago. But and <laughs> they were in an aisle. They weren't on a wall. But anyway, um, I, I just think it's, Interesting. My mother was also not really a crafter. And I think those of us that are crafters, it's a whole lot harder. So I admire those of you who are really, really neat and also crafters. Because I just, I don't know, in my mind, uh, they just kind of don't go together. It's skipped, it's skipped a generation. So. so thanks for laughing with us, being with us. And we would just love to hear your comments. Yes. And we'll continue so, to comment on it. See that. you next week. Bye. Bye.